Hello everyone, this is Kim Langley, your host of Let Fear Bounce. Today, please join me in welcoming Ruth Snyder. She's coming to us from Canada. She helps entrepreneurs write, publish, and profit from their own books. And she is determined not to let people's powerful stories die with them. One of her clients recently said that Ruth makes the seemingly impossible feel attainable with her easy-to-follow steps making writing a book an attainable goal. So everybody, please grab your favorite beverage, your cup of coffee, sit back, relax, and let's listen into the show. everyone. Welcome to Let Fear Bounce. This is Kim Langling, your host. Today, I have the lovely Ruth Snyder from Canada coming to us. She helps entrepreneurs write, publish, and profit from their books, and she is determined not to let people's powerful stories go to the grave with them. A testimony of one of her clients stated, that Ruth makes it the seemingly impossible feel attainable with her easy-to-follow steps, making writing a book an attainable goal. Ruth has shared her expertise on platforms like Thrive Global, Women in Publishing, Authority Magazine, The Right Coach, and Author Audience Academy. She is also the owner and operator of Creativity Press. Ruth, thank you so much for joining me on Let Fear Bounce today. Welcome. Thank you, Kim. I'm delighted to be here. Now, you and I connected online. You have a writer's group, and that's how we initially connected, because I never knew you before. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing where, what you can do and people that you can meet, and Facebook might not be everybody's dream, but it definitely is a place to connect. It certainly is. It certainly is. And I, I love I love your your group there on Facebook. It's it's wonderful. I'm I'm popping in and out well pretty much every day. <laughs> pretty much every I'm day. I'm very happy to have you in there in the Entrepreneurs Right Facebook group. It's um a delightful group of people. We are we come together to support and encourage and cheer each other on in the writing journey because it can be very lonely some days. Yes, it can. Lonely and frustrating or those days that you have zero creativity, your brain is just going, no, not today. <laughs> we were talking <laughs> yeah, about we were talking about that before we got on air here. And I was saying that was the kind of day I was having. Just my brain is saying, nah, not today. <laughs> right. So, yes, we all need a team there to to pray for us and encourage us and say, hey, I understand what it's like. I have those days too. <laughs> <laughs> and one of the other things that I loved about the group is because it is a Christian group. So how did you how did you decide to start that Facebook group? And we will we will be sharing the links to this these things for you folks that are listening right now. But Ruth, how did you come up with and when did you start that Facebook group? Well, I actually started it about a year ago and <laughs> It actually started because I'm working on a book about building community and I've tried other ways of building community and I thought, you know what, there are Facebook groups available, but maybe I should build my own community because then I have a little bit more say about the content that is there and the tone and who can join and those kind of things. And so 
it's been interesting to see um, the group grow and people participate and share. And I'm thankful that we have that venue in this day and age when we might not be able to meet in person, but we can definitely meet online. And I, I'm truly enjoying the group. You've got a lot of, and I, it's growing. It's growing quite nicely. I didn't realize it was just a year old. Yeah, so there's just over 200 people in the group right now. And um, I took a free challenge about four months ago now, I guess, about Facebook groups. And one of the things that I was challenged to do is to set a goal that seems impossible to me, but we all know that with God, nothing is impossible. That is right. <laughs> so it's my goal to help 10,000 people write, publish and profit from their books in my lifetime. And we'll see where God takes me. 10,000 people. 10,000 people. Can you, you know what though? I think it's doable. I think it's doable. I think it is. Yep. And as long as, you know, we, your group is going to continue to grow because I see new, new members being added quite regularly and the connections that you make. And the, to me, one of the, the nicest things about it is that it is a Christian group. And I'm, I've been very comfortable from day one in it, just from, and, and your interaction with the group, that that's the main part of it because you are very interactive and you communicate with the members in there and you can tell that everybody feels comfortable in there. So well done, Ruth. Very, very well done job there. Thanks, Kim. I really appreciate your feedback. Sometimes when you do things, you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So you are an author as well. So tell me, how many books do you have? Well, I actually started um, with articles and devotionals and then I did some group anthology type books with other people I did uh, one of the first books I was published in was a Christmas book where we each wrote a 10,000 word story and it was called the 12 days of Christmas and um, then I did another group project where there were five of us and I actually, it was actually an online project. I never met the other four authors in person. We met through a publisher in the States and he came up with the idea of a wedding planner and her family and um, people that she interacted with. And so he came up with the characters and, and then brought us together and each of us wrote 10,000 words and then the next person carried on the story from where the last person left off. So that was a really interesting project. Um, That's uh, yeah, that sounds fun. Actually, it was fun. It was it was challenging because I was number five. So oh. <laughs> I had to pay attention to what everybody else had included in their little stories and um, tie it all together. And then of course, leave people hanging so that we could write another book. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was it was really fun. And then that's a, that's a great idea that could go for so many different types of things. It could and you could do it with multiple genres, right? Right, right. What a cool idea. It was a cool idea. I, so and it was a learning process for me because um, it's a it is different when you are working with other people because other people think differently. They 
have a different take on characters. They might throw something in that you wouldn't necessarily choose for them to throw in, but um, definitely helped spark my creativity. <laughs> oh, I was just going to say that it had to, because since you were the, the final writer, you had to read the whole book. And that's, what did you say, five people in, in total? Yes. So that's yes. four different authors. Everybody has a totally different author voice. Totally different. Yes, that's true. And it was some work to make it feel <laughs> like a unit. <laughs> yeah. I bet. I bet it would be. Yeah. But yes, stretching your creativity. I mean, what a great exercise. And then you have a book out of it at the end. Right. Yeah. And then from there, I, I was a little frustrated with the lack of control that I had over some things in the process. And so I decided to learn how to self-publish and <laughs> I never, I, I mean, I always thought that my first book would be a devotional book. I did end up writing a devotional book, but um, my first book was actually to help other authors learn how to use Twitter, which was oh. not in my game plan, but I just had people keep asking me, how do you, what is Twitter and why do you use it? And how do you, what do you do on there? And why would you bother? So I, that was my first book that I actually wrote oh. by myself. What's the name of that? Learn Twitter. Well, <laughs> well that's, that's easy. <laughs> yeah. I, I actually wrote two eBooks, a beginner book and an intermediate. And then I did combine them because people were asking for paperback copy. And so I revised it because it had been a year or two since I had published the, the eBooks. And so Twitter Decoded is the actual title now. And it is available on Amazon. Okay. We will share that link as well. Thank you. Um, and then, so do you have your own book you're the sole author of besides the, the Twitter Decoded? Yes. So I wrote a devotional book um, called Equipped. And I used um, Ephesians 6, 10 to 18 as the kind of the framework for the book. But there I drew in um, scripture from Genesis and Psalms and other passages all to do with um, spiritual warfare. Sorry. Okay. So you wrote your, your devotional entitled Equipped. Yes. And it's, so the topic is spiritual warfare. And that was an interesting um, journey too, because I, I mean, spiritual warfare is a pretty heavy topic. And um, I know that, I mean, I've experienced attacks on my family and personally when I have taken on projects like that. And so I was very reluctant to write the book in the first place. And finally, after a year of arguing with God, I, <laughs> I did write the devotional. Um, and I did it in a very short time frame. And then I sent it off to a Christian editor and um, she very gently said to me, Ruth, you have great material here, but it's not done yet. And I can sense that you're burnt out right now. So I want to encourage you just to put it on the shelf and wait for God's timing to come back to this project. And that was really hard to hear, but I'm glad that I listened to her. 
uh, it took me about six months before I was ready to come back to the project with a refreshed mind and a new perspective. And then she really encouraged me to add personal anecdotes to the book so that it wasn't so dry because I have a lot of theology and Bible and different things in there. And um, yeah, it was about six months after that, that it was published and people have been really encouraged and given good response to it. So it pays to listen to people. (laughs) (laughs) And to not argue with God for a year. And not argue with God, (laughs) yes. Oh, I do the same. I do the same myself uh, with my my recent book, um, When Grace Found Me. I mm-hmm. I had that nudge because that wasn't anything I was planning on doing. And I had a nudge one afternoon and it was a very strong nudge. And I'm like, well, you know, sure, I can, you know, I have stories. I can write a book. But the nudge kept saying, no, not just your story, others. And I'm thinking he wants me to reach out to people I don't know to share stories that have scarred them. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> and yeah. And it w- it was an overwhelming feeling, overwhelming and almost frightening to the point because it, it was so overwhelming. It just really rocked me. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I found myself sobbing and not, but I knew it wasn't a negative thing, you know, right. It was just this overpowering feeling. And when I realized that, okay, this is what you want me to do. So I guess I'm going to do it. (laughs) But then everything fell into place very quickly for it to happen. Mm -hmm. And this was something I had not planned on at all. Within a week, I had, I had 20 women for the first volume. Wow. Within two weeks, I had 20 more women that had reached out and I said, okay, I guess we're going to do a volume two, you know, and then I had more reaching out. So I've got enough people that with interest in it, it's now turned into a three book series. Wow. So I was like, okay, you know, can't, can't argue with God because I'm not going to (laughs) win. No, he has a way of turning things around and changing our hearts. <laughs> yes, he does. Yes, he and he puts things, and that the interesting thing was that all happened two months before I was let go from my job. Wow. And I was like, oh, so he's keeping me busy for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> Funny, he knew this all along, and he had perfect timing for you, and when you were ready, he knew when you would be ready and he just waited for you. Yep. I, you know, and I, I always, I have to, I chuckle because I'm, I always picture him shaking his head saying, Oh, child, 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 (laughs) you know, like a father would, Oh, what are you doing? Right. (laughs) All right. So you have your devotional. Do you have any other books in the works that you want to tell us about that might be coming out or that you're working on right now? Yeah, like, so so I mentioned, um, the Facebook group started as a result of a book that I'm working on. And I'm at about 25,000 words in the book right now. It's, I started out um, to write a book about book launches, because that's something that as authors, we all need help with and wonder what to do when we have this book published. And yeah, we have family and friends, but that doesn't sell very many copies. So who else 
can we reach and how do we get the, the word out there? So I, I had this idea and I started doing research, which is something I recommend for all my clients because research is something that we sometimes skip, but it can make a big difference in our books. And when I was doing the research, I was found it really interesting that the books available on book launches, um, only two that were selling well were written by women. Huh. I kind of went, yeah, that's kind of what I said, huh, how come? <laughs> <laughs> and then when I looked a little deeper at the content and the tone and things that were in the books, I noticed that the men approached it from a very logical, uh, authoritarian style of um, book. And I started thinking, okay, and then I looked at the ones that the women wrote, and they were much more based on relationship. And then I thought about marketing and how people buy from those that they know and trust. And I thought, you know what, I need to write a book about building community, because that's when we'll be able to sell our books when we have a community of people that know us and trust us and where it's reciprocal. So it, we're not just asking them to spend money on our products, but we're actually meeting their needs and maybe even buying their products. Um, that's when it's going to work well. And so I've started on the journey. I am, like I said, at about 25,000 words and I'll see where I end up. I think it sounds like a great book and can be hugely beneficial. I mean, cause you know, I'm, I'm a, <clears throat> I'm an author myself. I, I don't self publish. I have, it's kind of like hybrid publishing, you know, but it's it, right. the, the, the woman that I've teamed up with for the when grace found me series, I met her through a community like you're talking about. And we, we just clicked and she, she's a Christian and right. she just happens to live in a different country. You right. Know? But we, we clicked and we felt very comfortable with each other. And um, having a book like what you're talking about, you know, talking about the marketing and the launch and things like that would just be hugely helpful mm -hmm. to so many, to so many people, um, including myself. I'm working on a launch right now for, for my book that was released, what, three weeks ago. And right. I'm, I'm working on the launch right now and doing my research. I am, I'm a firm believer in that. I'm glad you brought that up <laughs> because it's not everybody's forte. They don't like it. It's not fun. Um, right. But to me, I get excited about it because yeah, you find a lot of dry stuff and you're like, well, this isn't even clicking with me. So I don't even want to read the rest of it. But every once in a while you come across those little nuggets you know, and you're going, oh, okay. And then it all makes sense. So when you find that, and it sounds like you're going to write a book that's probably would click with my brain because mm -hmm. every, everybody looks at things different, how you describe, right. you know, the men and the women, their difference. And a lot of the stuff out there is written by men. Mm -hmm. um, and when you said that you'd saw, you know, two of them were written by women, that's what I was like, huh. Yeah. <laughs> Where are all the women? <laughs> I know. Yes, we need more of that. So, you know, well, then 
where there's a saying I, and I don't I've saw it on Facebook somewhere it says it's about a book it says well if you know if there's a book out there that you want to read then write it exactly yes and I just think I think that's exactly what you're doing so I think that's wonderful mm-hmm yeah so I'm excited to see uh, it's it's an interesting journey because I actually um, am trying something out. Um, I don't recommend any service or um, method unless I try it out first. Mm -hmm. And um, so I came across this book called Write Your Book in a Weekend. And I kind of went, yeah, right. <laughs> um, so I thought, well, I got to try it out. And so I did participate in, in the writing opportunity. And I did finish the weekend with about 10,000 words. And it, it gave me enough of a framework that I, I'm continuing to go. So I think the marketing is a little bit misleading. But um, I think the idea is great because sometimes people have a hard time putting aside time every day to write. But they can take a weekend and write the, the framework for their book and then they're motivated to keep going from there. Anyway, after the weekend, I was offered the opportunity to um, try the, the person has a relationship with traditional publishers who um, guarantee that you will have a best-selling book that will hit like the Wall Street Journal and New York Times and places like that so it's kind of an experiment for me too and um see what yeah see what god has in mind i don't know that's that's right you have to see where it goes <laughs> are you going to be sharing any of that journey on your group oh yes i will my um the what i have to do is i have to get the book up to a minimum of forty thousand words and then i submit it with a book proposal Oh, okay. And um, then the journey, then the journey starts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it's been a, in the past <clears throat> has been such a stumbling block for me is that darn book proposal. I, 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 mm. I procrastinate doing them. I hate doing them. I really, I really dislike doing a book proposal. Um, cause, cause it's so like, I wrote my you. book, I, I wrote my book, I'm done. I don't want to do all this other stuff. You know? Okay. I yeah. can't be, I can't be the only That's one out there who doesn't like doing that. <laughs> so what part of it don't you like? Is it just the thought of doing more work on the same book that you were working on or? No, Cause it's, 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 part? it's actually the whole process of it. <laughs> I just, I just don't like doing okay. proposals because it's, it's a business plan is what it is. Right. Okay in, in all That's reality. interesting because I actually, yeah, I actually recommend that people write a book proposal before they write the whole book. Um, even if they're self-publishing their book, just because it makes you think about, um, the unique slant that you're bringing to the topic. It makes you think about the market that your book might fit. Right. And. Oh, I've done, I think I've done a it. lot of, I've done it. I just didn't like right. it. <laughs> you just don't enjoy it. Because <laughs> I have a... That's okay. We can't book. enjoy everything. <laughs> no, yeah. No, yeah, and I really don't enjoy that part of it. <laughs> um, 
but I do, I have a book that I, I wrote over years, you know, it was just little, little bits here and there and attended several writers conferences and they had, um, you were given time to speak with agents, you know, from all different right. genres and all over the place. And I mm -hmm. tossed my idea out to several of them. They all absolutely loved the idea. They just fell in love with my idea. And a couple of them were, they were saying, this is phenomenal. Just our publishing house is just not the place for it. It's not the right fit. Right. But I appreciated everything they shared with me. Then two said I was a good fit. They absolutely loved it. They wanted a book proposal. So this was prior. I didn't have the book completely. It was my bits and pieces. It wasn't completely put together yet nor edited or right. anything like that. So I did, in essence, you know, do the book proposal before I took the book anywhere or did anything with it. But now right. it just sits, the proposal with the book sits in my office. <laughs> but uh, that that whole process, I, for, for whatever reason, it was stressful to me. Hmm. I don't know if that's, I well, we have that way with other that we enjoy. Excuse me? Yeah, no, I think I think there are a lot of authors that struggle with writing book proposals and um, I'll have to think about that what what could make that process easier. I know that um, there are templates to follow and things like that. Um, I don't know, maybe Yeah, I had maybe a having I had a group a writing. You know what would be fun? I don't know, you know, I don't know what, what spare time you have, but here's an idea. <laughs> have a book proposal workshop. Another book, right? <laughs> have a have a book proposal workshop. Yeah, that would might be fun. Yeah. Well, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> have to find a way to make it fun, right? <laughs> yes, you have to find a way to make it fun. I certainly couldn't put it on because I don't like doing <laughs> Right. But yeah, and I don't know if there are anything, if there's anything out there like that. So, hey, there you go. There's my little, uh, there's my creativity. Thank you. For the day. <laughs> there you go. You're not as in bad shape as you thought you were. That's, that's right. <laughs> uh, well, you sound like you'd be better equipped to put something together like that than I would. So, there you yeah, go. Yeah, now you've got my brain going. <laughs> See, good. That's a good thing. So what do you have anything, good. Do you have anything exciting coming up this year? Like do you have a goal or something that you want to reach this year outside of the book that you're working on right now? Well, I'm actually putting on some master classes and at the end of January, I have a four hour workshop that I'm going to present um, to people that are interested in writing a book and just need some help getting started. So that's on January 30th. And I'm looking forward to doing, I really enjoy doing workshops and classes. And so I'm, I'm looking forward to doing more of those this year. And um, I actually just signed up for a new course myself. So I'm working through that. And um, just looking forward to learning and growing. I My goal for this year is to help at least 100 people write and publish a book. So I started with 20 last year and managed that. So it's time to grow. 
and um, we'll see. Fantastic. I think those are definitely attainable. Attainable. I think so. Yeah. Heck yeah. And you just pray about it. And you know that God's going to lead the way anyway. That's right. Yeah. It's interesting. Um, I'm, I'm doing a workshop tonight about how and why you should build a prayer team. And last night when I was trying to sleep, um, I was just really struggling with it. Like, Lord, why do you have me teaching this workshop? Like, I still have so much to learn about prayer. And he just reminded me, it's not about me. It's about him. And that, yes, we are in this journey together. And the whole reason for having a prayer team is to support and encourage one another because it's a spiritual battle. <laughs> it is. It is definitely on a day-to-day -day basis. And you had mentioned earlier that um, you, you could feel those attacks coming when you start a project such as that. And yes, I've, I've had the same thing happen myself. And, and uh, especially when I started with the When Grace Found Me book, when that all, mm -hmm. started, when it all started rolling and, and moving along real swiftly on the flip side of that, there were many sleepless nights and a lot of, mm -hmm. I call them little poison darts. I call the, I call Satan the D man. So there were, there were many a day. Yep that I had, I had the D man's poison darts just pinging at me. And at least I recognize it for what it was, you know, which, right. which is, you know, if you don't, then you're, then you're in trouble. <laughs> but um, and you're in trouble. Yeah. So I recognize yeah, and it, but it, so it's definitely, that's true. When you're, when you're on a, you're on the path that he has very specifically put you on you do get pushback from all different places. Yes, you do. It's interesting. I spent my early years in Africa because my parents were missionaries. And um, I don't know if you know this about lions, but when they hunt, they hunt in a, a group. But the, the females are the ones that actually do most of the hunting. The males um, go out and they go to where the prey is. And they roar. And the reason for that roaring is to scare the prey towards the females so that the females can kill. And you know that verse in the Bible that talks about Satan going about as a roaring lion, seeking whom he may destroy? Yeah. We need to stand firm. We need to realize and recognize, like you said, that he's the one. It's not people. It's not circumstances it's it's a battle and so we need to stand firm put that armor on and move forward with god's grace and strength and i mean it's god anyway we we can't do anything of ourselves right well that's that's a in part that's why i named the name of this podcast let fear bounce mm. because fear is just the demon slinging his arrows at you it's very true got to put your armor on so they bounce you got to let it bounce yep because fear fear is of the d-man i firmly believe yep perfect love casts out fear right yep so yeah that's uh, that's interesting yeah that's that's literally why why i named the podcast what i did <laughs> well that's great yeah i didn't know that yep okay <clears throat> excuse me 
So in wrapping up, I would like to ask you to leave our listeners with one tip, one tip, whatever type of tip you want to leave them with that they can take away with them today and utilize in the days to come. One tip. Well, we've talked about different um, aspects of writing. I think I remember what it was like to walk into a writing conference as a nobody and feel like I was underqualified and questioned why I was there. But if God is calling you, he's going to equip you. And so I would really encourage you, if God is calling you to write, set an appointment with yourself. As women, that's one thing that we struggle with. We, we will make time for anybody and anything else, but it's hard to make time for ourselves. But if God is calling you to write, set that appointment, make an appointment, set it in your phone and treat it like a doctor's appointment or a hair cut appointment or something like that. And be consistent and trust God to take you on the journey that he's calling you to. That is wonderful. That's a wonderful tip. And I was, I was writing that down as you were talking. <laughs> Great. Thank you. Thank you very much. And thank you for being my guest on Let Fear Bounce. It's been an absolute pleasure. And I was, I was blessed to learn a lot more about what you do than I knew prior. So this is wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank you. It's been a great conversation and I really appreciate what you're doing. All right. Thank you. And we will talk again sometime soon. I'd love to have you on again sometime. Sounds great. All Take right. Care, have a great day. You too.